2: In the world of sports, the offseason is a time to relax and regroup after a hard-fought season. But playing with MyBookie gives you the choice to decide when your season begins and ends. At MyBookie.ag, you can bet on hundreds of games and leagues from around the world. Whether it's a game-day Panther parlay or a long-shot winner, MyBookie's got you covered. Use pre-game props or bet the game live to shift the odds in your favor and always come out on top. Not only does my bookie host exclusive sports betting contests you can't find with any other book, but also the bonuses are insane, crazy, even crazy, insane—all of those words, all those great adjectives. You sign up today with mybookie.aj. Use our promo code. Absolute DJ, and you'll receive up to $1,000 in bonus money when you make your first deposit. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Insane!
1: Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Monday. It's Monday morning, Max. I'm feeling it. What's going on? I'm giving this Monday two thumbs down.
2: <laughs> it's for you, Javi Baez. I love you. I love you. I got two fingers up for you. But uh, two thumbs down for the Monday. What's
1: going on, Panther?
2: I don't think Javi's going to survive New York. <laughs>
3: you know, we, we talk about all the time how uh, it just takes a particular player, or a particular person to be able to handle New York. And Javi's uh, slightly overwhelmed. But listen, daily exploits of Panther. Finally got that damn boat out of the water to go to the mechanic today. There's nothing like getting up bright and early in the morning and just paddling down a nice calm riverway creek over to get the uh boat under the trailer i was it <laughs> was kind of peaceful and an adventure all of itself but uh yeah I'm, I'm kind of with max so two thumbs down
1: two thumbs down let me pull the story up so everybody can follow along max this is fun i'm so happy to see this because
2: you're uh, the one that sent it to me too, i here it's from the scared. score Baez, Mets using thumbs down celebration as message to fans. New York Mets are giving their disgruntled fans a taste of their own medicine. Infielder Javier Baez said the Mets are using a thumbs down celebration after big hits to send a message to spectators who have booed him and his teammates. In my case, the fans got to be better, Fuck Baez that. said oh post-game Fuck you. It's just how I feel. I love the fans, and I like playing for the fans, but we can't have our fans against us. Okay, can I unload now? Am I, am, am, am I allowed to, to talk now about Javi Baez, who has spent all of three fucking weeks with the goddamn Mets?
3: As, to, as long as we don't
2: have to take a shot for every F-bomb you're about to drop. <laughs> <laughs> like Seriously. Like I, I honestly, I, I if, if someone like Pete Alonso came out and said, Hey, you know, uh it sucks. It sucks to hear the, the fans booing. I you know, I take it a little bit more you know with with, with less with a grain of salt. I mean, Javi Baez is just he's literally been here for you know a few weeks. He's got no right to talk. Francisco Lindor's got no right to talk. He's been here this year and he's been underproducing since we paid millions and millions of dollars for him. Right? So these guys don't have a right to talk, I don't think. Honestly I would never see a I lot. Could, I, could, I couldn't imagine Alonzo saying or doing this. I could say him saying, Yeah, well, we suck right now, so we should be booed, <laughs> which is the case. Yeah. This is a team that was in first place almost all of this season, and we all knew it was coming. We all, I mean, everyone could read numbers and say, This is the worst offense in the league. Everyone could see that. So you're telling me the fans, are, because the fans are booing you because you're underproducing and almost every single Mets player is underproducing. Alonzo's the only one that is not underproducing. Like, honestly, he's, he's, he's hitting his home runs. He's got his batting average up to where his, is usually his batting average is. He's literally the only guy on the field that is giving a damn. Javi Baez. Really? you can go fuck yourself hobby bias like honestly i you know we i didn't want to trade for you anyway i wanted chris bryant you were not the cub that i wanted <laughs>
1: <laughs> panther what do you think man I mean, about the mets or just about booing your team in general because i know yeah, you okay. have, this is your theory this goes back to your your theory about looking good at home
3: well yeah i mean the having the fans and the say, look i think uh, max and i both talk professional wrestling right and there's guys that become heels um and and then they embrace it and it's almost a good thing because it keeps the fans interact i I think this is a good thing javi should keep doing the thumbs down because now he can just be the heel and the fans are going to be fully engaged particularly when baez is is batting um i I don't have a problem with it if it's kind of intentional. I kind of have a problem with it if it's, you know, kind of how we feel. Like like fans are just fans. They're fickle. They're great when you're winning, and they're booing you when you lose. Like that's just how it is. I can tell you real quick, as a Notre Dame fan, I've been a Notre Dame fan all of my life. It is the hardest thing to root for your team to lose just so you can fire somebody. (laughs) <laughs> like you do. You know, if we suck this bad this year, our coach will get fired. And that's the way it was with Bob Davy. I, I like, man, we, just did. so I get it. I, I get it. How the fans feel. I get how, but look, I think he should just embrace the heel persona. And this could be a story for the rest of the season because winning isn't going to be.
1: I really don't have a problem with him giving the fans the thumbs down, the act of itself. My, my, my problem is the you know, fans got to be better, and but we can't have our fans against us. There's a real simple solution to that problem, Mets. There's a real simple solution to that problem. You don't want the fans to boo you? Play better.
2: And, and Get it's, good. That, that's it. it. So that's it. It's play better. It's not even win. Like, honestly, like us Mets fans, we're used to losing right I mean this is this is the norm for us. We're used to seeing a shitty fucking product on the field of losses, but we're not used to seeing t- you know our players just completely fucking give up. They, half the team isn't trying out there I, I I know it's a managerial thing, and I know Rojas is going to lose his job, and I Rojas shouldn't have had the job to fucking begin with. We know that we know that they just the Mets were in a fucking hard position because of the Carlos Beltron shit. We know that. Rojas is a good guy to have in your clubhouse. He is not a manager of baseball. So a lot of this is on him. And it's one of those rare occasions where I say, yes, the manager needs to be fired. It's, you know, still, these are professional athletes making millions of dollars. Francisco Lindor is facing pitchers that he should be hitting, right? I mean, it's... it's. you know, I, I know we're saying now that the, the pitching shift has shifted to the NL, right? The, the NL does have the better pitchers. But mm-hmm. still, you know, it's not like the Atlanta Braves have this fucking dream pitching, you know, rotation. It's, uh, the Marlins is the best pitching rotation he's got a fucking face against. <laughs> you know, it's, it's ridiculous that he's having such a shitty year. And it just shows you the difference between playing in even Chicago or Cleveland, which are big cities, versus playing in New York and playing for the Mets in particular. I think there's added pressure playing for the Mets. In in many ways, it's a different pressure from playing the Yankees. The Yankees, it's all about expectations, right? Mm -hmm. And and if you don't win in New York, you know that there's hell to pay. On the Mets side, it's not like there's expectations. It's the pressure of you don't want to be another one of these bitch teams that we've seen for the last 30 fucking years.
3: I think that's the problem. I think this season there were expectations. If you go all the way back to the preseason when we did our picks and, and talked about uh, who we like for the playoffs, you know, I, I've been I, – I shit on your teams all the time, partly because it's fun. But I actually thought the Mets were going to be really good this year. And I think they started out really well and – um Oh, why am I drawing a blank? DeGrom uh, pitched. I mean, he was the leading Cy Young candidate, and they were they were winning, but as we talked about, the, the numbers didn't support that. And a part of me thinks that's what the problem is with the fans. They saw the winning and weren't paying attention that you really were just an overpriced Miami Marlins team. You're, you're decent pitching, can't hit to, to save your life. I mean, Jesus Aguilar for the Marlins has the same stats as Pete Alonzo. It's 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 a hitting problem might be a managerial problem, but um, I think the expectations were too high and this like we talked about this was, you know, we foreshadowed it It was coming because this team could not sustain the winning with the numbers they were putting up
1: not with that offense. No, just a little bit of more offense. And this is a different this is a team that's in first place in the NL East. I think that's getting everyone's go to and going nine and 21 in the last 30 games. The Mets are not that bad. There's, it's inexcusable. The Mets are going nine and twenty-one in their last thirty games.
2: Absolutely, especially because like a good chunk of those have been at home. And I know that they're against some quality teams, but I think that they could, you know, beat San Francisco. The the, the Giants have one of the weaker strength of schedules, right? Yeah. And we yeah. saw it this weekend, by the way, because it was strength of schedule versus strength of schedule as as the Giants and the, and the Braves went at it, and it was who who the fuck is going to win this one? I had no fucking clue. So they. Giants come into town and you get swept by them, right? You get swept by the fucking Giants.
1: Inexcusable.
2: Inexcusable. And, and then you turn things around and Washington's in town and you lose two or four from them. I mean, come on. Come on. This is, this is the, the Mets at home were winning games even with their pathetic offense. Their pitching just fucking fell off the face. You, you got a guy who is named to the goddamn All Star team. Who's looked like a pile of shit since then? Tawan Walker's looked like absolute hot garbage on the mound since the all star all-star break. DeGrom, who knows if he's gonna fucking pitch again this season? I, I wouldn't even fucking push it. I would just say, you know, just call it a fucking year for DeGrom and say, mm-hmm. hey, sorry, man. Sorry, we, we fucking squandered another one of your great years. My bad, deGrom. Apologies uh Syndergaard, he's fucking done he just got the vid so he's just done and he might that might be the last time he pitched for the fucking mets is giving up a goddamn home run on his first fucking pitch <laughs> in a cyclones game <laughs> you know i mean this is this is a train wreck and it's i've come accustomed to it i'm fucking used to it i knew it was coming yeah everyone says like oh the 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 excitement of a mets fan in april ah i mean i don't even have it anymore you got download and listen to every single fucking episode right you listen to the 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 fucking win totals episode i was like there's no goddamn way this mets team's gonna do it
3: mm. i gotta buy more shot glasses i'm drunk now <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right i mean I, do, I don't even think we need to go to the reply from the do we? Uh, no. no 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 okay no i don't i don't think so no. just, okay. no. that's enough we, that was enough mets talk sorry everybody you're not a baseball <sighs> mets guy sorry sorry about that but i think it needed to be said because this is definitely an interesting story
2: anyway yeah they're not playing today thank thank fucking christ like, like honestly i like i couldn't even look at them to see if they were on the fucking board yeah. <laughs> so glad that they're not.
1: max i think you got a time to squeeze one in before a commercial break don't you
2: yeah i listen i got three games so okay. i'll talk one we'll take a break and then i'll do my other two after the break let's talk st louis at cincinnati to start off cardinals continued to struggle with the pirates this weekend like, like seriously, seriously, come on, Cardinals. You can't beat the fucking Pirates. But the Reds struggled to beat the Fish this weekend. So, I mean, eh, you know, there you go. You lose to the Fish, you lose to the Pirates. It's I don't know. I think it's probably worse to lose to the Pirates, but uh, at least the Pirates can hit the ball. Cincinnati hosting St. Louis today, putting loose Castillo on the mound. Uh, I know Panthers paid attention to this, but Castillo's had three consecutive quality starts After a complete meltdown earlier this month against Cleveland, I think it was 3.1 innings, eight earned runs or something like that. He got shellacked by Cleveland earlier this month. And ever since then, he's kind of turned things around. He's looked really good the last few starts. John Lester also coming off of a very solid start. But, I mean, if you look at him over the season versus Castillo, you don't want to say that Lester's the more inconsistent pitcher, which is just crazy because Castillo has been a head case for, you know, a good portion of the season. But I see some value in St. Louis today. I, I like Paul Goldschmidt. He's been hitting the ball really well. I think uh, his batting average is like 340 over the last few weeks. Uh, Nolan Arenado, he's he's hitting home runs this month. He's got more home runs on the road this season than he does at home. He's starting to pick things up. I just think the St. Louis will show up against Cincinnati even though They don't show up against the the Pirates, so I'm prepared to be wrong here. I know St. Louis has not had a a ton of success when I bet on them this year, (laughs) so I'm completely uh, prepared to be wrong here. I just like this plus line, so a $10 bet on the Cardinals. You know, I think St. Louis is probably a little bit
3: of a, a mirage themselves. I really don't think they're that much better than the Fish or the Mets. Uh, the record says they are, but I don't see the the statistical performance by this team. Uh, there's no ace that scares me. There's no bat that scares me. There's uh, Pete Alonso is f- I think, is far superior to anybody the Cardinals trot out there. The, the problem is the Reds, are. they're so freaking bipolar. Like, I think they should sweep the Cardinals, but they won't. <laughs> because it's just not who they are um castillo has pitched horribly castillo has pitched phenomenally Like you, you don't know what you're getting with this team i think the reds do win but it's just a little too chalky and getting chalkier so i'll lean the reds but i wasn't going to pull the trigger today
1: yeah i'm in the same boat as you panther i'm leaning the reds just it's just a little too high for for me to want to spend on cincinnati here I do think they win. They probably should sweep. They won't sweep, as you said. Uh, so lean on Cincinnati, Max, all by yourself, St. Louis.
2: All right. Hey, let's talk about Moon Bet. Right? Moonbet. Talk about Moonbet. We can
1: talk about Moonbet every day. I don't care.
2: Well, let's talk about Moonbet every day because listen, it's not every day that you get a chance to own a piece of a premium sports and casino, except for guess what? Every day you could own a piece of a premium sports book and casino because Moonbet gives you that opportunity to do so. All you got to do is hold their MBET crypto token. The best part is they're holding a Moonbet lottery where you can win $1,500 worth of tokens. You head over to moonbet.org, purchase the tokens for your automatic entry into said lottery. Use the link in the description to buy and enter so they know that you're a true degen because we sent you over there. Eclipse the competition and make some money, you fools.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.
2: Next up, uh, Milwaukee at San Francisco. Man, I just uh, fucking NL Central. <laughs> right. Giants coming back home after their NL East road trip. They faced the Braves this weekend. I was on the opposite side of uh, some of those games the Giants were playing. Milwaukee. They avoided uh, getting swept by the goddamn fucking twins this weekend. So congrats. Congrats, Milwaukee, for playing uh, mediocre baseball at the time (laughs) that you should be playing your best baseball. You know, uh, despite the series loss to the Twins, the Brewers sensational on the road, 20 games above 500 on the road this season. Just a remarkable road team. Corbin Burns getting the start for Milwaukee today. He's going to look to rebound from a shaky start from his last time out. Uh, Johnny Cueto. He missed, uh, I think, a couple weeks this month with an injury. And he looked decent in his last start, but he, he only went 4.1 innings. So it'll be interesting to see if, if he can go further than that and if he can sustain that. I mean, he's been very inconsistent all year. I don't trust him that much, really. I just don't trust Cueto on the mound. I get, I get the appeal. Giants at home plus line. But in Corbin Burns, I trust here. I think Milwaukee's going to get at least one of these games And this is probably it. $10 bet on the Brewers.
3: And it seems like for me, every time I see like Burns or Woodruff on the mound, uh, they're the better pitcher on the mound. And I I feel like they never come away with a win. I don't know why I I feel this way because the record says they're winning, but um, it's like, they're not getting any run support. Maybe they got DeGrom-itis. But, uh, yeah, Milwaukee's 20 games over 500 on the road. San Francisco's, what, 22 games over 500 at home. This really is should be a good series. Milwaukee does have the pitching advantage, I think, uh, versus Cueto. But I'm, I just can't get away from the plus line at home. So, I'm sorry
1: I got to fade you here, Max, but I'm putting 20 bucks on the 49ers. Mm, mm. I'm not really on this game. I do have Milwaukee winning the game. But it's a little, a little too chalky. Just a touch too chalky for me, and I, I can't get to the San Francisco side either. So, I mean, I guess I'll lean Milwaukee here. But and this is a weird one. Something is definitely up with this line. Uh, the minus one twenty eight at Pinnacle. The minus one forty at Bet three sixty five. Ooh, something's going on.
2: Yeah, weird stuff. Hey, uh, last one up for me. I don't think there's any weird stuff going on in this one, other than the fact is that it's it's a really good fucking team. Uh, facing a team that's just falling off the face of the earth. That's Boston at Tampa Bay. You know, the Yankees they've lost two in a row, which you know, broke their huge winning streak and it's allowed the Rays to increase their AL East AL, AL East, get, I can say it, AL East lead to six games and that's in part because Tampa Bay's won 7 7 in a row. And most of those were road games where they've got, done quite well this season, but you look at them at home and at home. So so pretty good at home as well. Boston, on the other hand, they're only three games above 500 on the road this year. They're 4-12 and over their last 16 road games. And that includes a sweep by the Rays in Tampa a month ago. Red Sox just have not been playing great baseball lately. While the Rays, they're they're just sharpening up for a long playoff run. This is a team that I like to win the World Series. They've just been the model of consistency all fucking season. They just win. I like them to win today. $10 bet on Sampa.
3: Yeah, this wasn't a game that I was on. Um, I, I... Boston, you know, as bad as they've been, they're still the number two wild card. still uh, what, holding on to that two-and-a-half-game lead over the Oakland A's. They really need to at least not get swept by the Rays. This is a winnable one for the Red Sox. I mean, going against those Rays pitchers, Patina is one of those guys that, he, that they can get to. So I think Boston can win this one. I just don't have them winning this one. Win. I'll lean Tampa, give you some moral support, but I'm not
1: betting it. Uh, i'm jumping on it with you max finally got a bet I, I do love tampa bay today minus 131 Oof, i've got so much wiggle room here to play with uh tampa bay should win they should win handily uh put me down for 15 bucks on the raise
2: all right that's it those are my games nice surprisingly
3: you hit three and only touched on one of mine so I, i've got three more left let's look at minnesota at detroit brett over against who's pitching for those tigers who is
2: it, Max? Man, had to look man. it up. Oh, no. It's, it's my it's boy. Kate, it's me, Mize. Yeah, it's my boy, Casey not, Mize. Oh, so you're betting Detroit then. I, you just, there you go. I, I am
3: actually <laughs> shocked here. Detroit's catching a plus line. I, I actually, with Ober, who's not pitched well, and Mize, who's pitched phenomenally well all season, um, I think Detroit probably should have been the favorite. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Vegas is up to something. I don't know. I'll take the bait and put 20 bucks on the Tigers.
2: Yeah, I... I don't know what's up with this one either. I, I like Detroit here. And I like Detroit getting a plus line. I know Minnesota's played uh, pretty well recently. I think that's probably it just looking at recency, but I, man, like I, I I don't know if you listened to the episode yesterday. I was talking about teams that were getting plus lines and disappointing at home and Detroit's one of them. And in, in recent recently like I used to like Detroit like Detroit used to be so much mm-hmm. fucking, you know, like money for me at home getting a plus line. Now they they fell on the face of, face of the earth here. So I'm going to lean Detroit here. Can't quite bet them here.
1: Yeah, then maybe they'll fall on their faces today. But, man, I have them winning the game outright. 50.5% uh, I have them winning. So not, not, not a dominant performance, but enough to cover a plus 111, that's for sure. So I'll jump on it with you, Panther. 15 bucks on the Detroit Tigres.
3: Yes, yes, I did listen to yesterday's episode, and I was going to have a, a, a conversation with the oh. producer about the mute button. And, and the, the uh, intricacies of how that is used when, apparently, I don't know, I'm he not. I can just prepared.
2: mute you right now, by the way. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know. I can just mute you. So mute I, you. I, I, would, I would tread carefully here, Panther. I can do more than mute you, boy. Okay,
3: just muted you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mute myself. No, no. There's no, no reason that Arch needs to mute me. I, oh, I, there's,
3: I, a, there's always reasons. There's always reasons. <laughs> Let's take a look at the Padres at the Diamondbacks. I I have made so much money fading the Padres. <laughs> and and I, don't, I don't know if this is a situation where I've faded the Padres or I kind of maybe believe in Gilbert and Arizona at home. A um, little bit of a lottery ticket. I just think that line for San Diego is so high. Paddock has not been good all season. I think there's value in the D-back. So I'll take a lottery ticket, take a flyer, 20
2: bucks on Arizona. I just bet Arizona all three games this this series and i think you'll make money one way or the other i mentioned on the show yesterday uh over the last two weeks arizona at home when they have a plus line four and one they are playing better baseball they are a team that down the stretch i think is going to be a thorn much like pittsburgh i think they're going to be a thorn in team (laughs) sides and san diego yeah, they can go fuck themselves, San Diego. I'm going to lean
1: Arizona here. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like where you're at, Panther. Uh, I'm going to lean Arizona here as well. Not crazy about the line shift. I can't. I don't understand why people were betting it up to minus one ninety five over at my bookie. That's I just it That is so <laughs> crazy. I agree. I'm leaning Arizona pretty hard. If I had just a little bit more, a little bit more juice, a little bit more uh, uh, profit. God, now you're being greedy. Now you're being greedy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, greed always wins. That's my phrase, man. <laughs>
3: One four for me. Let's have a look at the Houston Astros at Seattle. My boy Luis Garcia on the mound, going against Flexen. Garcia has about been the only like steady Eddie for the Astros. Like you just kind of know what you're going to get when he takes the hill. I think the Astros have the better hitting lineup, and I don't have to eat too much chalk. Astros haven't been phenomenal, but they've been enough that I I feel comfortable betting them here. So uh, twenty bucks
2: on the Astros i stay away from the astros right now there's something up with them um you, you know it's funny too is like seattle used to be just like one of the teams i used to bet on religiously at home when they were getting a plus line i'm starting to fade them now uh, again we, we were saying about their luck factor and everything i just couldn't touch this game man i just i i, I don't like how houston's playing baseball right now i faded houston yesterday with Granky on the mound uh, i they got hammered, humiliated by Texas yesterday. So you know that they're going to be hopefully a little bit motivated not to get embarrassed by Seattle because I, that they're lucky to be in first place in the NL West right now. They are lucky that Oakland is shitting the bed. They are lucky that Seattle is the lucky frauds that they are. And we'll say that again, probably football season as well. I will lean Houston here, but I, I can't bet it.
1: Yeah, no, Houston's not been playing great, but I, I'm not a fan of Seattle right now at all. I think you're right, Panther. Minus 152, it's it's a little chalky, but I do have the Astros covering that. So I, I'm going to jump on it with you. 15 bucks on the Houston Astros. Let's do it. Cool, cool. That takes care of my four plays. I'm done. Well, you hit my 3-2. There's nothing for me to bet on. I did want to ask about, because this is an interesting one to me, this uh, line movement here, the Philadelphia-Washington game. Almost a forty cent shift here, Max. Philadelphia opened up minus one eighty two. They're minus one forty four now.
2: Mm. What
1: wow. do you make of that? What do you,
2: Washington? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was leaning Washington anyway. I, yeah, I, I like Washington in this game. I had them at plus one fifty one before. I think Washington is with that line shift. That's absolutely the bet. Let me let me see where the money's coming in yeah, from for sure. And by the way, you know, before we before we exit, I do have a trap of the day that we should probably Ooh. bring up as well. Ooh. So. Um, let I me mean, look at this Panther. What do you think about this game?
3: You know, it's, it's curious to me because I think the Phillies have the pitching advantage. You got near elite Zach Wheeler on the mound against Josiah gray who hasn't pitched phenomenally. I, I'm really perplexed at this line movement. Vegas clear. Somebody knows something we don't, because I, I would look at it as a, a, a value play maybe on jump on the Phillies with that dip, but the, the line movement should, should spook you.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I have the, the Phillies the sh- winning,
2: but sharp money's hitting. Wa- uh, it's Washington. Is I it? Think okay. yeah. To play today. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, you know, I have the Phillies winning, like I was saying, but man, I've been overvalu- overvaluing the uh, Phillies uh, pretty much on a consistent basis. So maybe give Washington a hard look here.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, can you scroll down to the Texas game? I just want to see what's going on. Colorado, Texas. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's evened out a little bit. It was really, this is a weird one. When I checked about this an hour and a half ago, the line was getting significantly better for Texas. I think it bounced up to 141 at, at one point. Oh, at yeah. You see that? You see that? Yeah. Boom, so boom. It, yeah. It, 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 yeah. And so then it, it dropped again. So Texas might be the play here then because at, at the 141, the money was hammering Texas. It was like single-digit money on Colorado. And the, the sports books reacted immediately to that. So I think that they're they were a little bit of afraid that they got too high on Texas. So keep an eye out on this one. I think Texas might win another one and Colorado on the road. It seems like they, you know, I guess they can beat the Dodgers. Maybe the Padres, <laughs> 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 Cubs. Maybe they beat the Cubs. Yeah.
1: Oh geez. <sighs> Anything else you want to touch on, boys?
2: I know yeah? we're we're not going to talk about joke Paul that he's oh, okay. done. We're, we're not going to talk about him on the show anymore.
1: We talked about baseball. We talked about. Uh... The Mint
2: <laughs> Max. That's it. That is it. Hey, download DJ's app for Android, iOS. Listen to anything. But our picks, your picks, anyone's picks, over at Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please highest right rating, comment, subscribe, download, listen every single episode. Panther, get your boat out of the water and take us home.
3: Uh, boat is out of the water. Got to take it to the mechanic. The joys of owning a boat. But before we get out of here, let's slap together a Panther parlay. I got to be honest with you. I'm not feeling the greatest of confidence. I don't like today's games at all. But let's try the Detroit Tigers, the Arizona Diamondbacks, and the Houston Astros. I'm going to put those three together. That'll be today's Panther Parlay. You guys know we're on the website. We're on the app. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Look look up your boy. Uh, What is my name? Oh, Sex Panther D-Gen. That's who. That's who I am. Look me up. Follow me on Twitter. Follow us on the Twitter as a group. And uh, most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all
2: make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owners operators or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents
1: for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus